Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It's BudPod146. One four six. Uh, um, gun store tricks. Gun uh, store tricks. Yeah, That's when like I go from to a cowboy film, I go to a gun shop and I just grab the revolvers and I just start spinning them and juggling them, and I thus uh, do gun store tricks. Do you think um, they give in me gun discount? shops? Yes. Well, they should. Do you think in gun shops it's like uh, musical instruments where they have signs saying "Please don't play the musical instruments." In yeah. Shops, they're like, D- please don't shoot a hole through someone's hat to humiliate them. <laughs> please don't do tricks. Please, please don't shoot through the center of the ace of spades after throwing it into the air. <laughs> I just put up um, a lovely magnetic strip to stick my knives to in my kitchen. Oh. <laughs> um, do you think Americans have the same for guns? <laughs> or. or a little magnetic strip or like a, a tool shed where like you paint around the outline of the gun so you remember where it goes. Yeah. I think they literally do have that, don't they? The, the outlines. If, if, if video games are anything to go by. If Hitman's headquarters <laughs> uh, bits are anything to go by, then yeah. It would be funny to play a game like Hitman from the point of view of one of those people... Who has that many guns? Because then when you play Hitman, instead of being like, wow, look at Hitman's like gun lair, you'd mm. be looking at it like a fellow, like a colleague, you know, like a fellow owner. Yeah, it would be as normal as us seeing a sort of a full fridge depicted in a video game. Yeah, he's looking at the wall and he's like, well, let's see what uh, Agent 47's uh, setup is. Oh, that's interesting. He's got the shotgun by the door. That's uh... Oh, he's got his AK going um, from butt butt to barrel um, upwards <laughs> instead of pointing down. <laughs> interesting. I wonder if that's... <laughs> yeah, mad. Um, I feel like uh, uh, the concept of a hitman is something that... Um, in terms of in real life, if you ever hear about a hitman, it's always either um, an agent of a of a of a government, right? Yeah, like um, Novichok and whatever, or, or yeah, I mean, it's pretty much the, always Russia. It's yeah, any sort of Russian like government assassination thing. So it's like an agent of a government, right? And they go, "Oh, he was a hitman," and you go, "Oh," or it's <laughs> ooh. like, "Ooh," or it's like uh, a hillbilly who's paid another hillbilly. A grand to try and run their wife over outside the bingo hall. Right, yeah. Somewhere in, like, the southern US. And then that guy's going to jail as, like, a hitman, a a gun for hire. And you go, there's no middle ground here. There's no Agent 47 in the real world, it seems. No, no. I mean, sort of, assassination and espionage in the real world is, is far less glamorous than its movie or video game counterparts. They're all... Like they're always like a bit overweight and balding. Yes, spies look like some. You know, spies look like the kind of usually look like the guys who would be palmed off by women at bars for being creepy. You know. Yeah. Well, certainly the hitmen do. They always seem to look. Well, it's like it's like people in the, the Italian mafia, isn't it? They're always like quite fat uncles. Yes, exactly. Big fat scary uncles. They're a big, fat, scary uncle, and uh, they always have, like, enormous <laughs> hands. Like, stubby, huge fingers. Huge hands. Mm. <laughs> yes, I noticed. They do have thick things. Hands for punching. Hands for violence. Only the triads and the Yakuza have delicate hands. I yes. Think. As far as crime, <laughs> as far as organized crime syndicates go. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They tend to be... They tend to be portrayed, and if you see them, they're either... To be fair, if you ever see a Yakuza, it's, it's like a guy who looks like he's wearing a kind of rainbow jumpsuit. He's so tattooed. Yes. Like an old an old guy wearing a kind of spandex tattoo bodysuit. 
Um, but is it? Well, it's not a shame, but like it's it's. You know what's happened to the middle class of hitmen, Phil? They've been squeezed out. <laughs> There's a squeezed middle, Pierre. The squeezed <laughs> middle. The middle always has always have to pay the price. To say nothing of the lack of hit women. <laughs> Very rare uh, that you get a, a a woman with enormous thick fingers and hands to to make two grand. <laughs> unreliably trying to murder someone's recently heavily insured spouse. Yeah, by doing that that move where they sort of get onto the target's shoulders as if they're about to do a hurricane rana and then twist their necks with their thighs, which apparently is the only way female assassins can kill anyone. It's all it's uh, <laughs> it's very thigh based. <laughs> yeah, you have, they have to get climb up onto their shoulders and with their with the legs. They have to do it in a sort of feminine way. Yes. Yes, or 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 suffocate. Uh, we will accept suffocate with one boob, <laughs> grabbing your own boob and 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 suffocating someone like a pillow on a on an elderly person. <laughs> Strangling with a long ponytail. These are all feminine ways of killing. Uh, speaking about uh, the, uh, the the feminine mystique and killing. Uh, mm. Last night I watched. Finally, Midsommar. Have you seen Midsommar? I, I, I saw it in the cinema. You saw it in the mid-cinema? Mid-cinema? Mid-cinema. I saw Midsommar in the mid-cinema. That's when you sit right in the, in the best seats in what G7 and 8 in the middle yeah. of the cinema. That's, that's mid-cinema. Mid-cinema. Um, I I really liked it. I loved it actually. I loved it. It was freaky yeah. and weird and disgusting. And there's there's like, and it made me feel. There's a moment that made me feel Pierre, like a Norse scholar. Because they're not to spoil anything, but there is um, a bit of ultra violence later on uh, in, in the final third of the movie mm-hmm. that is. Uh, a reference to a theoretical thing that the Vikings did to yes. defeated enemies, and I spotted and that, that and, I, and I went, "That's a da 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 da." And, and my that, girlfriend was was wasn't bothered actually. <laughs> but I don't think my girlfriend is bothered when I know facts either. It's the price you pay, but. But that's the power of learning: is that you get to experience things essentially in three D, isn't it? You've got more out of that now. That's right. That is the power of learning, kids. So it listen makes, up. It makes ultra-violent horror movies all the more cool and fun. That's right. You feel like you were part of the research. You were on the research team. It's a really good. It's a really good film. It's um, it, yeah. It's gross and disturbing. I think um, between Midsommar and Get Out, it's a really good time to be s- creepy and white, scary and white. Yes, that's right. Interesting to see like Nordic whiteness portrayed as the as the frightening other. Yeah, and in in broad daylight, all like all the time. Yes, blazing sunshine constantly, very unnerving. Yeah, but it is unnerving. Have you like if you, when you go to Scandinavia? I, I remember going to Iceland, and it being sort of still broad daylight at midnight. Yeah, and walking through Reykjavik and seeing a guy being carried, stumbling down the street by his friends, and my instinct was, "Oh my God, what happened to that guy?" <laughs> and then I realized it was twelve at night, mm. even though it looked like it was two p.m. And he he just yeah. had a couple of drinks, but it, it looked so weird. It is fucking weird. I mean, I I find it unsettling enough, even in like the the more northern parts of the UK, where it'll be like light until fucking 11 at night or something in uh, mm-hmm. in summer yeah well speaking of trips to the cinema phil you saw well you saw uh, you watched uh, midsommar but the other mm-hmm. day you and me and a uh, friend of the podcast guest of the podcast Stuart laws we went to go see speedermon 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 nay way him <laughs> nay way him mon speeder inaccessible who's <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Spedermon Most the last train Non lost the train Non left the go Yes Spider-Man Spider-Man No Way Home uh, which is the first Spider-Man movie about the temporary suspension of the night tube in London. Yes. Yes. Glad those Tom Holland. Over. Tom 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 Holland in his original English accent, dressed as Spider-Man, sick all down his legs, yelling <laughs> at an uncooperative member of TFL. <laughs> what do you mean it's shut? <laughs> Just retching. Oh, I can't get fucking three buses. He's out in Brixton. He's trying to get back to North London. Um, they, it's funny that Spider-Man is English. Surely that one of the most uh, these um, icons of Americana are yeah. lovely posh English boys. And I mean, Benedict Wong isn't posh, but there is there's a scene in Spider-Man No Way Home where Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, and Wong are all speaking to each other in American <laughs> accents. And yeah. I just went, I just thought, these are three English men yeah. pretending all of to you be American England. to each other. And it, I was like, this is weird. This is mad. <laughs> this is silly, actually. <laughs> you know, it's also strange that, like, Obviously, if you changed Spider-Man's accent, Spider-Man's so famous for so long that everyone would be annoyed because he's supposed to be from New York. He's da 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 But something like Doctor Strange, where it's like, I don't know where Doctor Strange is supposed <laughs> to be from. I've got nothing invested in that. And then they go, oh, he was a sort of very dry, severe, reserved academic who became a wizard. And you go like, that screams English accent. <laughs> Why not just let old, old Benny boy use his original voice? But no, there he is going... Well, Spider-Man, I oh, doing That's his best. a good impression. Yeah, he, he there's a bit of, he does a kind of a John Wayne kind of thing, doesn't he? He's got some he, he, uh, call me sir. He's got some weird drag to it. Yes. Hmm. It's mm. sort of very like it's not bad. It's just something very, it's very like tight. Something controlled it's very, about it. It's very it. particular. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, which makes sense for the character. You know, it's good acting work. But yeah, it is the point where it's like three guys standing around going, boy, howdy, how are we going to get out of this one? <laughs> you think, you're sitting there going, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, you're from Manchester. You went to Eton. <laughs> and I don't know where, what, I don't, Tom Holland is so young. He's only just come to primary school or whatever. But it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's really odd. And it must bother American actors, don't you think? It must be annoying. I, it's got to be annoying. There's so got many be, American actors. <laughs> they've got to be looking in the in the mirror and asking themselves why, surely. Did Cumberbatch go to Eton or is he one of the ones who went to like Winchester or one of the other like one percent less fancy ones? Or maybe he maybe it was the Dragon School. Which oh, is probably a crazy name for a posh school. It sounds yes. like a hippie school, the Dragon School, but um Dominican school. It all, it also in itself sounds like something where Doctor Strange would go. Oh, he went to Brambletty, Brambletty, and Har- and Harrow, more famously Harrow. Oh, there you go. Brambletty sounds like a place that an American <laughs> would make up that a posh English really guy does. went to school. Where did you go to school, Br- Brambletty, in Londonshire? <laughs> oh man but yeah it's it's i wonder why did i've read i've read articles about that theorize about why it is and they say apparently it's just because like apparently we, we pump out a bunch of like very disciplined sort of theater trained people who don't ask for for as much they 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 get you know big fees and stuff but they don't want to be treated too nicely or have a fancy trailer or That's they've true. got that kind of like touring theater work ethic of just mucking in yeah and yeah probably a and bit cheaper to start with just the the general british attitude of not expecting anything nice to happen yeah the, the idea that someone would ever bring you a coffee is sort of astonishing because <laughs> so, yeah. superman's british as well super oh gosh yeah henry cowell yeah fuck god yeah. damn it um, sure. What's his? What's he called? Sure shot, long shot. The fucking Idris Elba. Deadshot. Deadshot. Deadshot's British. Mm. There you go. 
Yes, Wonder Woman's Israeli. Is that, yes. You know what? American American jobs for American heroes, I say. <laughs> that would be the that'll be how Donald Trump starts running for the next election. Yeah. We got a lot of heroes coming over from other countries. Just this rambling speech about <laughs> how he found out Superman was British and it ruined his 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 day. Surrounded by a horde of like screaming militiamen. <laughs> um, but yeah, Spider-Man uh, new uh, Spider-Man uh, locked myself out is um, <laughs> is is a good fun spy spidery romp, I suppose. Yeah, it's it's got all I the think... things you'd want from a, a Spider-Man, um, you know, this web swinging and stuff. It's very long. <laughs> yeah. It's long. It's, it's a real daddy long legs of, of a movie. <laughs> it's a daddy long legs. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, this um it's it's interesting to use the same amount of time and more money to tell the story of Spider-Man th- th- as like a, you know, there will be blood or some sort of epic piece of art. What do you mean? What do you mean? Well, like, as in, uh, you could use all that time of someone's life, like two and a half hours, like almost three hours, to blow their mind and uh, change their conception of what a human X, Y, Z is. Or you could make Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, and they're going like, okay, we're going to have three hours of your time. And the thing you're about to see is cost hundreds of millions of uh, dollars. And mm-hmm. um, you're going to leave basically untouched by it. <laughs> you're going to leave comp- entirely unchanged. Yeah, as a person, you're going to leave unchanged, but you will know slightly more about the recent happenings to a fictional Spider-Man character. <laughs> You'll be a bit more up to date on his life, how things have been going for him lately. Um, none of your morality will have been changed, or much less challenged. My God, God forbid. Um, but you know, you'll be up to date with uh, Spider-Man. I mean, it's crazy how much of a time we dedicate to fiction, movie, Spider, or otherwise. Yeah, just across our centuries of existence, we sit down and go, "Oh, tell us, tell us the next chapter in the story of the the boy with um, uh, a bird face." <laughs> and and the old guy would go, "Okay, gather round." And three hours later, now you're up to date with the life and times of the boy with the bird face. And we go, "Oh, good." <laughs> Boy with the bird face, of course, played by Cornelius Piffington, <laughs> cast as the uh, Boston-born roustabout. But it's weird. Why? Why do we care so much about stories? Why do we care so much about well, fiction? We care about like. Well, I can make a, a, a book recommendation. It's quite a weird book, but it, it kind of it really made me laugh, and it's. It's really hard to describe why it's funny. It's just really, really good and odd. And it's called The Dog of the South. It's by Charles Portis, the same guy who wrote True Grit. Oh. Um, and it's not a cowboy thing. It's not like an action book at all. It's just a weird little, almost like a diary. It's not a diary, but it's written in the first person. It's from, It's. I think it must have been published in the 60s. But um, that's interesting because it changes your conceptions of things and it, it makes you think in unexpected ways. And when it makes you laugh, it makes you laugh from a point of view that almost nothing else ever has. Now, that's, you know, that's worthwhile. That's worth your time. Mm-hmm. Okay, Whereas, I see what you're saying. You know, three, three hours spent reading that was, was a great deal more interesting and challenging to the whole way I perceive things than Spiderman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I guess you can't, if, if If every single thing you consumed made you change the way you looked at life it would be quite exhausting i think yeah well that's the thing is that i I, i'm in a position where i can afford to spend energy enjoying art because i don't spend enough energy doing anything else that's true that's true that's something we 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 are we're in danger of losing sight of decadent boys do you think we can find out there someone who's like the hardest working guy ever like a hospital porter like it's just a real daily grind filled with danger and and frightening sights and yeah. scenes and yeah. then he still that guy uh you know he still goes to the art gallery and and is challenged or do you think he's just like fuck that and puts on uh, <laughs> puts on speed <laughs> um yeah i mean he's the, 
He's the real hero if he's out there. I mean, I've had days that are not even nearly that busy, and I get back and I just go, I just want, I'll just watch The Simpsons that I've seen 50 times already. <laughs> but you're the, but, but Phil, I you're the have most... been walking for 40 minutes, so <laughs> I can't really, can't really do anything too challenging. But, but you're famously the most tired man in Christendom. I am quite tired. Yeah. Do you, am I known for being tired? Only to me. Okay. Uh, mm, I I had my I think first... of you. I think of you as a tired guy. <laughs> oh, that's not really how I want to be thought of. I <laughs> yesterday um I had my first uh, personal training session. I paid yes. a man to come to my house to force me to be uncomfortable for forty five nice. minutes. Um, and I feel great. I feel so good afterwards. Uh, and I, th- I that's all I have to say. But that's the goal. What was he? Did he get you in a little garden jiggling around? He got me in my garden. He got me jiggling. He got me crawling. He got mm-hmm. me um, pulling at an elastic band that was tied around my picnic table, which made me yes. feel a bit mad, to be honest. But it was good. It's amazing how much you can do with a rubber band. This is what I learned yesterday. <laughs> Have you ever worked out with just like a thick rubber band? I, I I've dared to do one one exercise with one once, but I'm I live in constant fear of just twanging it into my own <laughs> jewels. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess that's the incentive to to keep your form. But yeah, it was good. <laughs> and isn't it isn't it sickening to discover that exercise makes you feel good? It's the worst. I hate it. I'm better at everything if I've been exercising a bit. Yeah. Why can't it, Why can't it be like the more you sleep and drink booze, the more the smarter you'll be, or yeah. the more energy you will have. Other, other, the whole point is that you conserve energy. You'll have more energy to do on other things, but it isn't. It's the opposite. If you spend more energy, then you have more energy. What? Horrible. Yeah, it turns out your body and energy is a bit like a line of credit in a casino. They want you to to really go apeshit with it. Yes. The yes. more money you lose, the more money they'll lend you. Yes. Well, I'm, I need to. I'm finally trying to shed all my um, my tears. Uh, my my tears, <laughs> my belly tears. Your flesh, your excess flesh, less flesh, less please. Flesh. Yeah, less flesh. The, yes. Oh, I've not actually told my personal trainer yet that that's what I'm looking for. Less flesh. I'll tell them next time. I'll say. Oh, I didn't say it before. But um, can the focus today be less flesh? That's what I'll say. <laughs> if we could just really lean into the flesh aspect of this, I would like that a lot. <laughs> Make sure you say it about an inch from their face. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you're enjoying the screening of Speedermon Inaccessible Hus. Oh no, help me, help me, mich, Speedermon. Hilfe mich, Monspider. Oh, Monspider, think you first. For me, a saving. Oh, it is no problem, Mary Ann Janssen. Monspider is here, your... <laughs> your neighbourhood most friendly, Monspider. Swinging from... One of our many two-storey buildings. Oh, no, it is the octopus doctor. I hope that... Like any Nordic country, that Monspider can use a combination of web and um, reform-focused prison. To t- he has a degrees in science already, so it will be easy to get him to retrain, perhaps. And a lot of heavily government-funded and subsidized psychiatrists will cure Monspider's uh, enemies from their many illnesses. Well, time to go shoot web at people not paying enough tax. Months bitter away. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Um, Phil, shall we, because we are eternally behind, shall we do some correspondence and some tat? Yes, I miss tat. Let's get some tat in me. It's happening. It's one o'clock somewhere. Give me the coffee and no one gets hurt. Bless this mess. I like two things, pals and Prosecco. And I'm all out of pals. One Prosecco, two Prosecco, three Prosecco, floor. If the wife asks, I'm working. Keep calm and keep drinking tea. Tat attack! Charlie, Charlie gets in touch. Charlie, Buffalo Bali, Buffalo Bali, Buffalo Bali, 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 uh, thanks for making my favorite podcast, and please keep on making and jacking it. Thank you, Charlie. We will. Um, after my Philly Philly Wang Wang ticket got COVID canceled last year, we're out of uh, the, we're that out of date. Wow. <laughs> I've been okay. Glad to have Bud Pod still in my life. Um, I recently stayed in an Airbnb, as they are once again allowed. It was excellent in lots of ways. However, despite being relatively small, it had an unprecedented amount of tat. Ah, oh, Airbnbs are they're they're just tat mines, basically. They're just where yeah. you go to mine tat. It's where I think tat is actually made in Airbnbs, and shops go to them and harvest, and then put the, and then sell them. Yeah, uh, yeah. Airbnbs are sort of like the tat equivalent of those rooms in in video games, which are just full of coins in jugs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you just smash the jugs and like, what? Who's keeping their money in sort of wicker jugs? But you just. Yeah, that's it. They're in there. And like just one or two silver coins in mm. each urn. You, this I, is it. Well, I think put, put more coins in one urn. That's what I'd say to video game NPCs. Well, maybe you'd have more coins if you stopped spending them all on urns. <laughs> the economics of this are ridiculous. Um, okay, so these are quite simple bits of tat fill, so not much of a challenge for the tat whisperer, I would say. Okay, um, okay. Let's warm me up. So... <clears throat> One one of these is a hanging piece of slate. Oh, lovely. And it just says at the top, kitchen. And then underneath kitchen, it says, so it says, kitchen, the what of the what? Kitchen, the... The heart of the home. Yes! Did I get it? Yes! Yes, I whisper the tat. Give me the tat and I shall whisper it. Nothing but net. <laughs> Nothing but tat. Nothing but Nothing tat. But ta- Nothing but tat. Swish. <laughs> okay, so this is a visual tat. Semi-visual. So it's a picture. It's a hanging piece of wood. They like hangings, these people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hanging piece of wood. And it's a sort of painting of a bee and then a word. Just a single word. Mm-hmm. A painting of a bee on wood. And just the word is... Is it to do with the bee, the word? Um, not in any uh, 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 taxonomical or, okay. or, or biological sense, no. Does it just say love? Uh, close, but think of, think of what tat people love most, Phil. Hmm. Well, it's Prosecco... I mean, stylistically, what do they what do they think is the highest form of wit? Okay, cute cutesy wootsy cheeky, cutesy wootsy puns, puns, my friends, puns. Okay, so there's a a non relate a non b related pun. Mm. 
<laughs> one word. Yeah. And it's not B-related. No, it's just... So, it's like a visual, like, as you read it. Gosh, okay. Oh, man. This one's... This one's... You're overthinking I one's... it. I can hear you overthinking it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Hi, B- but it's spelled H-I-G-H. <laughs> that would be quite an edgy piece of tat, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I give up. Be, I give up. Be happy. Okay, so it is bee related. Well, it's not about bees. It's not telling bees to be happy. But it's got bee in it. Be happy. Well, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I thought you meant like, is it about like be productive in your hive or something? Oh, no. I just asked if the pun was to do with bees. Oh, I thought you meant to do within as in, yeah. I thought you meant yeah. like be a honey eater, whatever the fuck, you know. No, it's okay. just be happy. It's very simple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm going to pronounce this word correctly, but uh, it's not fair to for you to guess because I don't think you speak Welsh. So, so uh, please, oh, card. Well, when you presume, you make a press out of you and me, Pierre. That's true. <laughs> so maybe don't presume. Okay, so I won't presume. Anyone can cuddle, but only the Welsh can what? <laughs> can quirdle. Uh, only the Welsh can... Cumry. Um, I mean, you're not, far, you're not far off. It's, it's, so it's C-W-T-C-H. Quitch. I need a CW in there. Kutch. It it oh. means like it, it means like cuddle or snuggle, but there isn't really a word for it in English. I just don't know ah, how to pronounce which it. Which would be why only the Welsh can do it. Those wily Welsh. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. It means a cupboard or a cubbyhole or a cuddle or a hug as well. How do you pronounce that? Oh, it's like mm, related to the word couch. A cutch. Oh, the, in English, don't we also have the word cutch? Like a uh, like a little hideaway. Oh, oh no, maybe, so, was yeah. that a hutch? I'm thinking of hutch. Or maybe a, is a ch like an f? No. Kut. 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 Kutch. I think it's kutch. How to Kutf. pronounce kutch? Yeah, kutch. Has, has Welsh? How long has Welsh been using the Roman alphabet? Oh, uh, since it was written. Well, since, since it stopped. Did it ever use ogham? I think. Well, for okay, so. Hmm. But hmm. The letters work so differently. I would have thought, why why is why C W, why not C O C O O? Well they work um I mean the letters work differently in like French and Spanish as well, it's just not as severely. And to be fair, Welsh was written down before but uh, before English, I would have thought. Oh yeah. Ah. So we're the wrong ones. We're the insane language. The globe language. Uh-huh. Language of the globe. Uh, all the best, Charlie. Thank you, Charlie, for that tat. You've got, you've got the tat whisperer. We, we had a, we had a, what was it? A win, a win, a loss, and a draw, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of each. One of each. But a good, a good trio of tests for the tat whisperer. Yeah. Yes. Um, and some tat updates from, uh, from Michael. Uh, so he says, hello, you pair of love Ellie Wangs. Oh, yeah, like Novelli. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice, pretty good. Nice. Love Ellie, love Ellie. Love Ellie Wangs. That's actually uh, quite Welsh. Love Ellie Wangs. Love Ellie. Love Wangs. <laughs> I, I, I went for a visit to Love Ellie Wangs, and very nice it was, too. <laughs> very nice holiday. Um, please find attached a photo of a card that I saw when I was looking for birthday cards. It may well be that these cards have always been around, but now that I can't help but notice them, but now I can't help but notice them, and I read them in Grandma Caveman's voice, and it is <laughs> another card that says "Clink Pop Fizz." <laughs> <laughs> Grandma Caveman strikes again. She's been busy for a grandma writing out all these cards. <laughs> I. <laughs> I am always amused by the, uh, the, the the fact that it's Grandma Caveman. It's very funny to me. <laughs> and it's not ever been Cave Grandma, which is a much more harrowing sounding. <laughs> cave Grandma, yeah. No, that Cave Grandma sounds like a grandmother who's been trapped in a cave. 
like a normal modern day grandmother who's been trapped in a cave. Well, Grandma Caveman sounds like a matriarch. She sounds like she's in power. She's in charge. She's been around yeah. for a while. Yeah, Grand Grandma Caveman has got like um, a staff with kind of bones and g- gems hanging off it on <laughs> strings and things. Like she's an old exactly. witchy figure. Whereas Cave Grandma, yes, is someone who Elon Musk tried to rescue. <laughs> Gosh, that was like a different world. The Thai cave boys and Elon Musk's little submarine. <laughs> that was, yes. What a weird series of events and developments. Yeah, it's a, it, it was all part of an era where the news ceased to make sense and was more like something out of a comic book. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe like an Alan Moore comic book, not like a nice one. No. Everything became gritty, Phil. Everything's gritty now. Yeah, the world's gone through a gritty reboot, Pierre. Yeah, yeah. it's the dark origin story of of the world. <laughs> Is that the new, like, boring joke instead of, can someone turn the world off and on again? It's like, um, could someone put the world through a gritty reboot, please? <laughs> Grittily reboot the world, someone? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have a lovely message from Jane. Jane! Insane mm. in the men, Jane. <laughs> insane <laughs> in the brain. <laughs> exactly. So she, she opens with a sober, hi, Pierre and Phil. You cannot oh. imagine the thrill and happiness you have brought an old lady today. 53 years, she puts in brackets, which isn't old. Oh, wow. That's not old, Jane. Um, I'm just I'm I'm glad we have uh, such an eclectic spread of pod buds. Mm-hmm. That's the terrifying thing about uh, fans of Bud Pod is that they could be anyone. It could be it could be the person sat next to you on the bus. It could be your own uncle. <laughs> it could be your neighbour. Just keep your eyes peeled. There should be posters um, like World War style posters like about the pod bud under the bed. <laughs> yeah, when when you when you drive alone, you drive with Bud Pod. Have you seen that one about Hitler? No. Oh no. It was about sharing fuel, and it was a guy driving a car on his own, and it said, uh, "Oh no." It was way. about carpooling, and, it's, and yeah. it says, uh, "When you drive alone, you drive with Hitler," and it was like a ghostly <laughs> Hitler in the passenger seat. <laughs> I mean, I'd that's love like to see that evangelical. That's the way evangelicals talk about Satan. Yeah. I'd I'd love to see that done with like some guy in a trilby smiling driving like a nice old car and then me and you in the back. Ghosts. <laughs> when you drive alone, you drive with Bud Pod. Well, I mean you do. That's put it put us on your car stereo. That's what we're there for. Yeah. Uh, she says I I know I'm too old to listen to you guys and I know I shouldn't laugh at poo stories. Not at uh, all. Wrong on both counts, Jane. Uh, although I do worry that today's youth are losing control of their bowels too, through too much time <laughs> scrolling and taking selfies. <laughs> how, how could that affect their bowel movements? I mean, just doing, <laughs> doing a duck face selfie and then just, just absolutely wrecking your pants. I love it as a theory. I think it's great. Uh, it's good. I also... These kids today taking selfies, scrolling through Instagram, and what happens? They just shit all the time. <laughs> it's nice that they're not just like, oh, kids are lazy or disrespectful. They just go, uh, kids these days can't stop shitting. Just constantly, constantly shitting themselves. It'd be a very funny like telegraph column to write. If kids spend more time playing outside and less time eating fiber... Well, maybe they'd be more like I was when I was a kid. I used to oh, shit I... once a week. Yeah, and I had to walk ten miles to do it. <laughs> uh, he says, but today Phil explained that he'd lived for years with a terrible internet package, out of date and not fit for purpose. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a bit of Phil... an old soul. Yeah. Phil, just a young pup, too young to remember B.I. before internet. I think I do. I do remember B.I., but it was a brief period. Yeah, same. Uh, so Jane says, It was so reassuring to know that every generation struggles to be motivated to change, and that we all just want to have the best product, but can't be asked to do anything about it. Much love, my poopy people. The queen of procrastination, Jane. 
Thank you, Jane. A lovely, a lovely message. Uh, and you're right, you know what that's got me thinking of? Do you, what was the first website you remember going on, Pierre? When you saw when when someone came to you was like, Ooh. have you seen this internet thing? You can look up all sorts of things. One of the very first things I looked up was was Gundam. I was like, show me the Gundam website. Is there a Gundam website? <laughs> do you know the Gun? Do you know, do you know Gundam? The the fighty fighting robot suits. The Japanese fighting robot things that you piece together, so like an airfix, but of yeah, um, fictitious giant fighting robots Gundams yes and I was like surely there isn't a Gundam website on this world wide web and my cousin typed it in I don't know let's try Gundam.com and there it was I was was like wow I couldn't believe it it was a whole new world of possibility I'm going to look at the Gundam website now actually this will be the first time since then I've looked at the Gundam website Gundam.com what it was that I first looked at. I mean I remember I was a big fan of Homestar Runner which is like a Flash cartoon but that would have been like 2000 and Three or something, two thousand four. Oh, I was late to the. Oh, I don't think there is a Gundam. There's no gun. There's no Gundam website anymore. What? Oh uh, no, there isn't. There's only fan sites. There's no. <gasps> there is no official Gundam website left. I didn't know I had. I didn't know I had such short time with it. You didn't even know they were sick. <laughs> oh man. I can't believe that all the Gundams died of COVID. Oh God, they did. They got Robo COVID. That must be what happened. Got <laughs> COVID. Yeah. Robo COVID. Yes, the new. <laughs> to be fair, Omicron sounds like a Gundam. It does. It sounds like a Transformer Omicron. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. to the Gundam website and uh, hello uh, to. Well, you know what I? Mm, I'm not going to say her name because of excess, an excess of caution. That's what I'll say. Uh, so yes. Susan, we'll call her Susan. Susan, okay. So Susan says uh, uh, that the subject line of the email is a personal tat attack every day. <laughs> okay. And she opens with greetings, p boys, which I like. Nice. Yeah. I am a science technician working in a religious secondary school. Oh, interesting. That must be a daily battle. The belly of the beast. Yeah. The belly of the beast. Behind enemy lines. (laughs) Among us. (laughs) This room stinks of science. Okay, everybody hands up. (laughs) Who here has been using repeated experiments to determine data over a long period of time? No one, sir. Rubbish. I can smell it on your breath. Um, Susan says, I'm a science technician working in a religious secondary school. Uh, Since coming back from being locked down, some bright spark has decided to change the backgrounds of all the staff computers every day. Okay. To have... So every day, a new background. Okay. So now, instead of the beautiful Windows default background, and it is beautiful... It's beautiful. Rolling hills. Every morning, I am tat-attacked by my own computer. <laughs> Great. Religious tat-attack, no doubt. Please see attached today's offering. I don't think anyone else who works at my school will be listening, so I think I'm safe in saying that this is the worst idea anyone has ever had. Big love to both of you, Koji. So, um, I'm having a little look here at the... Uh, it's, oof, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. You know those sort of like swooping uh, neon light images they use to advertise new graphics cards? Oh yeah, for like for computer gaming. Yeah, or like the kind of pointless sort of neon lights in space kind of image that they yeah, use here, to show like HD things. Here are images. Here are images you would never want to watch in a movie or in a video game, but just so yeah. you know, we can do it. Yeah, here is a here is a still image that you can tell was intended to accompany a sort of whooshing sound. Mm-hmm. So, it's some pretty exhausting tat, and there's a lot of fonts, and some of the letters are enormous. So, let's see what you can do. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so the first chunk of tat. This is the top line, Phil. It says, life is like a camera. What? Life is like a camera. What do you want? It, do you want it sentence by sentence? Because it, it, it's a kind of one enormous run-on sentence. 
okay. I'll give it to you sentence by sentence, because otherwise you won't get it. Okay. Life is like a camera. What on what is important? The second what I said there isn't a guess. It is the word what. Um, Life is like a camera. Uh, Foreground on background is important. (laughs) (laughs) So, life is like a camera. Blank on what is important. Blank on what is important. Oh! Life is like a camera. Perspective on... No, there's no second guess. There's no second guess. It is the word what. That's what I'm saying. Oh! <laughs> wait, wait. Life <laughs> is like a camera. What? On what is important. Okay. Life is like a camera. Focus on what is important. Yes. What the good times? Um, pres- are we sticking with the camera analogy? Oh, we're sticking with it, boy. Capture the good times. Yeah. Yep. Blank from the negatives. Blank from the negatives. Um. <laughs> oh, like negatives, like negatives. Um, run away from the negatives. Run away from the negatives. Uh, one word, one word. Blank from the negatives. Choose from the negatives. Ooh, close. What do you do with negatives? Uh, cut. No. Uh, exp- uh, expose. Uh, treat. Close. Uh, close. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, oh uh, uh, create. Pro- produce. Uh, Learn. Uh. Uh. <laughs> old, old school. Think old school. Forge. <laughs> so, it's, so it's so far. It's, life is like a camera. Focus on what's important. Cat. So I'm gonna. Uh, these are the ones in capital letters. Life is like a camera. Focus on what is important. Capture the good times. Blank uh, from yeah. the negatives. Uh, draw from the negatives. Ooh. It's a D word. D- <laughs> Um, ah, I got nothing. How do you get your photos made? You've got them in a Develop, roll. Develop, of course. Yes. Oh, I needed too much help for that one. Develop, Develop from the negatives. From the negatives. Of course. Clever I, stuff. This is not bad. I mean, as far as... I mean, I wouldn't want to be assaulted with this um, on my work computer. But as far as tat goes, <laughs> this is not bad quality tat, I have to say. Yeah. And then the the final line. And if things don't work out... Blank, 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 exclamation mark. <laughs> and if things don't work out, blank, blank, blank. Um, Shoot well, everyone. <laughs> I mean, that would be very good. It's not that, but it would work with the uh, theme. It would. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and if it doesn't work out, try again. Keep uh, just try again. It's a, it blank, blank, blank. You're close. What's another way of saying that? If things don't work out, blank, blank, blank. Um, try one. Uh, try another time. Uh, mm, r- repeat yourself. American. Uh, American. It's more of an American phrase. A British person wouldn't really say it. Oh. And it yeah. does still relate to the camera. Uh, then, uh, y- yeehaw, Xanax, <laughs> uh, Ellis Island. <laughs> I, know, I, I don't have this one. I don't have. This Take one. another shot. Take another shot. Ah, yes. it's, it's good. It's good. It's good so, tat yeah. to be assaulted by tat. on the daily. It's good tat. On the daily. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, my I, tom, my school had a similar my 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 boarding school in Brunei. Our, mm. our sort of internet system it would greet you with a different uh, inspirational quote, but it'd be things Ooh. like things Yoda has said. It was fun stuff like that, you know. Oh, fun! Not like sinisterly overbearing. No, yeah, it was quite fun, really. 
No, okay. I thought you meant like it, you'd start up your computer and it would open with something like, life is suffering, you know. <laughs> so focus on your GCSEs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we've run out of time here, but we, um, I just remember, Pierre, that I think for three weeks straight, we've been promising to read one particular piece of correspondence that we've forgotten to again today. On the pa- No, that's on the Patreon, boy. Oh, that's a Patreon one. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, VIP. Well, take that as a tease, non-Patreoids, uh, to get onto the Patreon to have a listen to this uh, teased tat. This teased correspondence. Who could you it teased be from? Your tats. What could it be about? Who's going to read it? Well, Pierre. But there are still other unanswered questions. That's right. That's right. That's right. And t- you'll have to tune in on the Patreon to find out. Yes. Find us on your wireless. You've, you've been given a secret frequency behind enemy lines, and you're in the attic desperately trying to make your crystalline radio receiver work in time before the secret services come get you. And don't forget, we're on those new frequency modulation airwaves. So, mm. hope you have an up-to-date radio. That's right. Yeah, it's true. Well, uh, Godspeed, everyone, and enjoy uh, another week of raucous Downing Street party revelations. And uh, hopefully we'll get invited next time, Phil. Oh, oh, by the way, can I just say to anyone in Wolverhampton or the sort of Midlandsy region... I am yeah. at the Wolverhampton Literature uh, Festival on the 4th Ooh. of February, talking about my book, Side Splitter. It'll be a little live nice. event, so come along. Love to see some pod buds there. 4th of Feb. De- Delicious. 4th of February, Wolverhampton. Be there or be square. Uh, but until then, bye bye. Well, not until then, until bye. the next time you listen to us. Bye. <laughs> bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.